Welcome into another episode of Locked On Phillies. In today's episode, I've got an update for you on where some of the all-time great Philadelphia Phillies stand as far as Hall of Fame voting. Yes, we've got multiple Phillies on the ballot this year. We're getting down near the end. Who's going to get in? Who's in trouble of dropping off the ballot? And who kind of fits right in that middle zone? So we'll update you on a couple guys. Bobby Abreu, Jimmy Rollins, Chase Utley, all on the ballot, all receiving votes. We'll see who ends up in. And to help me out with this, well, I talked with Jason Stark earlier this week, too. So I'll share his thoughts and what our conversation was like on today's episode of Locked On Phillies. You are Locked On Phillies, your daily Philadelphia Phillies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, this is Locked On Phillies. I'm Connor Thomas, your host. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Please make sure you're rating, reviewing, subscribing to the YouTube, all that great stuff that helps us out here on Locked On Phillies. And today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On for $20 off your first purchase. So go ahead and check out our friends over at game time they're a hall of fame advertiser here on the locked on podcast network and speaking of the hall of fame well let's talk to you a little bit about the baseball hall of fame and what's going on with the voting of course some years guys don't get in some years a lot of guys get in some years it's kind of in the middle in the smaller classes but the baseball hall of fame has been much maligned lately because of the handling of steroid era baseball players how do you tell the story of baseball without guys like roger clemens or uh, barry bonds guys like that so there's a conversation about that ongoing there's the whole discussion about writers and whether or not they deserve the right to continue to vote these are all deeper discussions to be had in another form on some other podcasts but this is locked on phillies It just so happens that during this year's voting, there are three Philadelphia Phillies that are on the ballot to potentially be Hall of Famers. Two first time and uh, one that is a returning candidate for Hall of Fame voting. So the guys that are on the ballot, in case you're not familiar with what's going on with the Hall of Fame voting, Bobby Abreu returns. Jimmy Rollins and Chase Utley of that 2008 middle infield, they are now available and eligible to be voted into the Hall of Fame with enough time passing to stop their playing career. So I want to give you an update since these are three all-time great Phillies as to where they stand. And I also talked to, like I said in the open, I talked to Jason Stark on Wednesday. We have a program on 97.5 The Fanatic called The Philly Hot Stove Show. And Jason Stark joins myself and Ricky Vitalico on that show. And we had a lot of discussion about the Hall of Fame. So I want to share some of his thoughts and some of what that conversation was as well throughout the show. So let's get started with one Bobby Abreu, right? Abreu, for people my age, is kind of a gray area. I remember Bobby Abreu. I remember him in a home run derby. I remember him kind of vaguely watching him actually play. But for people my age, I'm 29 turning 30 this year. Bobby Abreu, you were young for Bobby Abreu. Like, 
you were a kid when he was at his best with the Philadelphia Phillies. So you might remember, you might not. Bobby Abreu right now, as far as the voting percentages are concerned, he's getting 19.5% of the vote. And this is from, what, 12.31 p.m. yesterday. So uh, literally about a day ago, he's getting just a little bit below 20% of the vote. The way that voting works is you need 75% or better to be in. You need to better than 5% to stay on the ballot. If you have less than 5%, you're going to be off the ballot and you're no longer eligible for, for the Hall of Fame. So Bobby Abreu seems to be fine as far as staying on the ballot. <coughs> Excuse me. But 20% basically is not encouraging for his ability to get in. His numbers look actually really, really strong. The war number is strong. Stole a bunch of bases in his time. Gap power type of guy, a really, really good hitter. His on-base percentage, unbelievable. His OBP, really good. Like, uh, like this is a guy that put together a sterling career as a hitter. So why – and he also has a gold glove to his name. But whether he deserves that or not is a different debate. He won it. He has it. So gold glove fielder at one point, plus offensive career when it comes to some of the really, really good players in the history of the game, why is he only getting 20%? And part of this is impact, right? Baseball is very interesting with the way that the writers vote. Now, and technically, you could vote however you want. It's your opinion. It's not necessarily based on stats. There are some magic numbers, 3,000 hits, 500 home runs, that seem to be automatics to get players in. But we're in an era where those automatic numbers don't exist quite as much. Guys don't hit 500 home runs as consistently because pitching is better. And guys don't reach the amount of wins as pitchers because careers are shorter or the usage is shorter. The 3,000 hits has gone down because batting average has gone down. There's a lot of stuff that factors in. So, But my point is some people look at the compilation of stats. Some people – trust the field. And I want to ask people who were around while Bobby Abreu was playing, because of what I remember of his playing days, he felt like a low impact player. He made a lot of plays. He had a lot of great at bats. But if you could ask, like, what is Bobby Abreu's greatest moment as a Philadelphia Philly? I wouldn't be able to tell you. I wouldn't be able to give that moment to you. There's going to be two other guys we talk about in this episode, Jimmy Rollins and Chase Utley. If you ask me Jimmy Rollins' defining moment as a member of the Philadelphia Phillies, oh, I could give you a bunch of stuff. We're the team to beat, uh, the walk-off against the Dodgers in the postseason. I mean, Jimmy Rollins was a leader of that 2008 team. If you ask me Chase Utley's defining moment with the Philadelphia Phillies, it could be world bleeping champions. It could be the next year in 09 hitting five home runs in a World Series against the Yankees. I know they lost, but he was a monster in that series. Like, I can tell you those guys' moments. Can you give me a Bobby Abreu moment? One of that caliber? Hall of Famers have to have impact. And I think a great argument in why Bobby Abreu is only receiving 20% of the vote and doesn't seem to be on his path to the Hall of Fame this year or in the future, unless something significantly changes, is to look at the career of Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter, yeah, he got to 3,000 hits, but 
never won an MVP, just like a guy that as the shortstop of the Yankees, he probably got more critical acclaim because of the way that he conducted himself and the way that team won than he deserved based on his merit alone. I'm not here to argue whether or not Derek Jeter is a Hall of Famer. I think he's a Hall of Famer, but was he lock first ballot? No question. On his talent alone, I don't know, but that's how the Hall of Fame works, right? And Ricky Patalico made a great point. He brought up the diving play into the stands by Derek Jeter, right? Though like face first into a chair, he comes out, he's bleeding from under the eye, makes an unbelievable play. That's one out. Bobby Abreu gets a fly ball to the outfield, catches it in his tracks. That's also one out. They count for the exact same. But the legend of Derek Jeter exists. Bobby Abreu was a guy whose statistics were great, but did he have those impactful moments that make you think about his career and say, yes, he's a Hall of Famer. He deserves to be in the story of baseball. This might be harsh. And listen, there's... Jason Stark made this point as well. Like, there's nothing wrong with saying a guy was almost a Hall of Famer. Like, that's a heck of a compliment. Bobby Abreu, a great baseball player. Here's my thing. Can you tell the story of baseball without Bobby Abreu? And I mean all due respect for this. I think you can. I think you can tell the story of baseball in Philadelphia without Bobby Abreu. And remember, Pat Gillick, when he took over, Pat Gillick, who's in the Hall of Fame as a front office member, traded Bobby Abreu away for a team that was contending like so that should tell you kind of what teams thought about it. I'm trying not to be too harsh on Bobby Abreu because he's getting nearly 20% of a vote in the Hall of Fame voting this year he's a great player I don't think he's ever going to make it in that seemed to be the consensus uh coming up though a guy that had no shortage of moments and played the game in a very flashy awesome fun way Jimmy Rollins, the shortstop of that 2008 team. Where is he at in the voting, and does he have a path to getting into the Hall of Fame? And do you think he deserves it? We're going to discuss all of it as we continue Locked on Phillies. First, though, I want to tell you about game time. You should not have to worry about buying tickets to the next big event. It could be a concert. could be a game. could be a show like a play or something, you shouldn't have to worry about all that, right? Go to game time. They're fast and easy. It's the best way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. They got killer last-minute deals. Uh, plus, they got all the prices. You can see the views from your seat. They've got the best price guarantee. I mean, they've got everything you need. Game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. They are amazing and they're obsessed with finding ways to help you save money when you use Game Time. They've got deals on tickets right up to the start of the event. You can find exclusive flash deals and sponsored deals. You can find zone deals. So you pick the section and Game Time picks the seats and you get big time savings because they'll find you the best value seats and the Game Time guarantee. It means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section in a row for less, Game Time they're going to credit you 110% of the difference. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On, and you'll get twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code Locked On for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today because they've got last-minute tickets, lowest prices, guaranteed. 
Who's the next guy on our list? Okay, let's see if you've ever heard of this guy before. He's currently in the voting for the Hall of Fame. Uh, one Jimmy Rollins. Yeah, baseball royalty in Philadelphia. The shortstop of one of the most successful eras of the Philadelphia Phillies franchise history. A World Series champion in 2008. An MVP of this league. And Jimmy Rollins is a guy that I just, when you immediately ask me, is Jimmy Rollins a Hall of Famer? It feels like the answer should be yes. He's the all-time hits leader for the Philadelphia Phillies franchise, one of the oldest franchises in the history of the sport. He was a leader on this team. He was a great defensive player. He had clutch hits. He showed off power at points. He was a great bat taker, a really good leadoff hitter. And he was a guy that ended up with a ring. So he has the MVP. He has the World Series trophy. He's a guy that led a team to that. And he's got some statistics to back it up. So when I look at the Hall of Fame voting and I see Jimmy Rollins receiving 13.8% of the vote, my first question is why in the world is he not a Hall of Famer? How is this guy? And I understand not first ballot, but... 13.8% is kind of that zone where you look at and you say, okay, you better make a big jump between this year and next year because that is not a sterling debut with percentages. Abreu, who I just kind of ripped apart his Hall of Fame case, is nearly a 20%. Jimmy Rollins is at 13.8%. Let's discuss why. So this is something that really only guys like Jason Stark would know. Uh, because he's ingrained in baseball. He's a Hall of Fame writer for a reason. And one of the things that he brought up with Jimmy Rollins that I thought was interesting was that the advanced analytics on his defensive ability are not as kind to Jimmy Rollins. They say that is the eye test would tell you Jimmy Rollins is a plus defender. If you asked anybody on that team in the 2006, 7, 8, 9 era, who they would want the ball hit to if the game was on the line. I'd imagine that a large majority of them are saying Jimmy Rollins. I mean, come on. He's the guy. He's shortstop. He's he's part of one of the best double play combinations in franchise history, along with Chase Utley, a guy who we're going to talk about coming up. So some folks just look at the analytics, might say Jimmy Rollins defensively not as good as he looked. I watched the guy play. He is a plus-plus defender. Compared to other shortstops that are currently in the Hall of Fame, his numbers are just on par, no doubt. He has the resume of a Hall of Famer. He has the feel of a Hall of Famer to me. So why is it that he's not finding his way into the Hall? It's actually kind of surprising. I'll tell you what I think. This is just my personal opinion. I'm not hearing this from anybody. This didn't come from the conversation with Jason Stark and Rick Vitalico. There are some interesting names on the ballot this year and some guys that are really starting to get a little bit of love. Adrian Beltre is going to be a first ballot. Joe Maurer is probably going to be a first ballot. Todd Helton's going to finally get in. Billy Wagner is on the cusp of getting in. Gary Sheffield's right on the cusp. Andrew Jones is up there. Carlos Beltran, Alex Rodriguez, uh, Manny Ramirez, Andy Pettit. Like There are guys on here that are taking up votes and maybe when they clear off and Jimmy hangs around a little bit, he'll have a chance to increase. So this is going to be a guy to watch year over year, what his vote percentage is. But 
I think the biggest argument as to why Jimmy Rollins is in the position he's in compared to Chase Utley, who's we'll tell you about his position coming up, but he's in much better shape, believe it or not. Why would Chase Utley be in better shape than Jimmy Rollins for the Hall of Fame? I think it's a simple answer. One played shortstop, one played second base. Shortstop is one of the premier baseball positions. And Jimmy Rollins played in an era that overlapped with guys like Derek Jeter. Uh, I mean, there's a laundry list of shortstops that were great at the time that Jimmy Rollins was great. How many second basemen can you think of that were great when Chase Utley was great? I mean, it wasn't a great time for second basemen. It was a great time for shortstops, and you're looked at compared to the guys of your era. Who did you play against? Who did you play with? How do you stack up against those guys? What do your numbers look like against them? So it's not even just historic data anymore. It's also how do you compare to your era? Were you one of the greats of the time that you played? Now, I think Jimmy Rollins was. I mean, the guy won a darn MVP trophy, but for some reason – the voters do not feel that Jimmy Rollins is worthy of the Hall of Fame. I think they're entirely wrong on this one. In fact, if I had to pick someone between the three of these players, Bobby Abreu, Chase Utley, and Jimmy Rollins, to be in the Hall of Fame, I would say that Jimmy Rollins is the most deserving. He just has the feel of a Hall of Famer. And I don't care what analytics or funny new age stats you have to tell you he's not a good defender. He was the best defender on that team. Or... I don't know what else it could be possibly telling you. The statistics he compiled aren't as impressive as they look on paper. They are. He was that good. Like, he had a lengthy career of great defense, great offense, great leadership, great athleticism. He is a Hall of Famer in my book. If I had a ballot, Jimmy Rollins would be a no-doubt addition to the Hall of Fame. But, unfortunately, I do not have the voting capabilities, and not enough – of the writers who do believe that Jimmy Rollins is a Hall of Famer, at least this time around. So the hope, if you're a Jimmy Rollins fan, is that next year you'll see him go from 13.8% to maybe where Bobby Abreu is right now, like the 20% mark, just steps in the right direction so that you can believe that as he spends more time on the ballot, he's actually getting more of a case made. And I think the focus of Philadelphia Phillies fans will entirely shift after the next year or two because of what's happening with the guy we're talking about coming up. And that's Chase Utley. And that's where we're going to wrap up today's episode of Locked on Phillies. Let me tell you about FanDuel first, though. The NFL postseason is going on, and there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel. America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get 150 bucks in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. You throw $5 on anything, you get 150 bucks back, whether you win or you lose. You don't even have to be good at gambling. You just get $150 back for joining and placing a $5 bet. Well, you got to use the promo code I'm going to give you coming up, so make sure you stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. Let me tell you more about the app. <clears throat> as I choke to death. I'm so excited about these deals that FanDuel has. I can't even uh, speak straight. The app's super easy to use. There's so many different ways to bet. So you got live same-game parlays. You, it's not just same-game parlays. No, they do them live now, in-game. If you want to add a bunch of stuff together, increase your odds. You can find bets in the new Explore tab to help it help you 
find bets in the easiest way possible. Plus, you can make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, and you can see some of the most popular parlays that people have created. Plus, you got the regulars, money line, over-under, spread, futures, all that stuff. You can bet it all on FanDuel. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's the promo code you got to use. Use locked on. You get $5 bet for 150 in bonus bets. And uh, you can make your first bet an absolute layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Let's get into Chase Utley's Hall of Fame case. So I told you, Jimmy Rollins, 13.8% of the vote. Bobby Abreu, 19.5% of the vote, and he's a returner. So Chase Utley is a first-time vote getter. I would assume he'd probably be at like 10%, maybe 15%. Maybe if you feel that Rollins is significantly undervalued, you could see Chase Utley getting a quarter, quarter of the vote. Chase Utley, as it stands right now, has received 43.7% of the vote. That is good for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eighth best in this class of eligible candidates. 43.7%. That is insane for a couple of reasons. I'll tell you why in just a second. Keep in mind, some of the guys right behind Chase Utley. Yes, these guys are re- receiving less votes for the Hall of Fame than Chase Utley. Alex Rodriguez. Manny Ramirez, 36.2%. I mean, like those are two all-time names from that era, and Chase Utley is ahead of them. Now, obviously, you have PED questions about those two guys, and that's a different type of conversation. But that shows you like where he is at. He's right behind Carlos Beltran uh, as far as the stacking of the guys available. So why is Utley so high? And why does it matter – that 43.7% number. Well, according to Jason Stark, the number that you look for for first time on the ballot to indicate a future Hall of Famer is 40%. That is the threshold. Guys that debut over 40% all make it in, like all of them do. It's a near certainty. Chase Utley at 43.7%. Guys, I'll tell you right now, Chase Utley is going to be a baseball Hall of Famer. It's going to feel wrong if he's in and Jimmy Rollins doesn't make it. Because frankly, if you ask me who is the better baseball player, I would probably tell you it was Jimmy Rollins. And no disrespect to Chase Utley. I love Chase Utley. That was until Roy Halladay came here. Chase Utley was my absolute favorite Philadelphia Philly of all time. That was my guy. And if he is elected to the Hall of Fame, my younger brother, so my, I have a brother who's a year younger than me, whose name is Chase, not named after him. Of course, he was named way before Chase Utley was even famous, but he has a signed picture in his room to Chase from Chase. Good luck, because our neighbor worked for the Phillies for a long time. So just to have that from a Hall of Famer, that would be amazing. I want that for my brother that he can have that. And also, I, like, I love Chase Utley. I love this era of Philadelphia Phillies baseball. This is what I grew up on. The Utley, Rollins, Chooch, Victorino, Hamels, like Jason Ward. That was my team growing up. And it's super rare to see a World Series winning team without a guy who ends up in the Hall of Fame. And the Philadelphia Phillies, if Chase Utley doesn't make it, Hamels isn't going to make it. Uh, I'm trying to think of other guys on that team would even be close. It doesn't look like Rollins has a great shot right now. 
Jason Worth, obviously not good enough. Chooch, not good enough. That pitching staff didn't have any all-time greats outside of Hamels. None of the guys in the pen. Brad Lidge didn't have a good enough career. Basically, it's either Chase Utley is going to make it into the Baseball Hall of Fame or nobody from that 2008 team would ever represent the Phillies in Cooperstown. And I'll take one over none. I do think Rollins should still get in. But it looks like Chase Utley is going to be a Hall of Famer. And part of the reason for that is, again, the position he played. His numbers for a second baseman, war-wise, fielding-wise, just batting everything batting-wise. I mean, he didn't compile a bunch of stats, but the guy – hit for power like not many second basemen ever did. He had like a five or six year stretch where he had 30 plus home runs and like four or five straight seasons. That's insane for a second baseman. And part of what voters are starting to look at, according to Jason Stark, is like peak times and how sustained that peak is. Like Ryan Howard had a great three year stretch, not long enough of a career, but Chase Utley had a peak built along with a great career and with a World Series built in there that seemed to be elite, seemed to be Hall of Fame worthy. And that's what voters are looking at. It's kind of wild that of that 2008 team, Howard won an MVP, Rollins won an MVP, Utley never did. And he's going to be the guy that makes it into the Hall of Fame. But folks, that's how it stands. So there's your Hall of Fame update. We'll keep you updated. Now, Utley won't make it in this year. He's only getting 43.1. Again, he needs 75%. So don't be looking for a trip to Cooperstown for Hall of Fame induction for next year. Just take a deep breath. Keep trying to make the case for Utley and Rollins and to a lesser extent, Bobby Abreu. And um, hope that someone from that 2018 gets in. But that's your latest on the Phillies Hall of Fame updates. And, uh, yeah, hopefully you feel good about where some of your favorite Phillies are at right now. Uh, that's all for Locked On Phillies today. So thank you so much for checking us out. Please make sure you're rating, reviewing, subscribing to the YouTube. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'll talk to you next time on the next episode of Locked On Phillies.